Hey there, I'm your host, Justin Scott, and welcome to AI Exposed. This is a podcast dedicated to exploring all the technologies that premier support for developer teams at Microsoft use when helping companies just like yours looking to take advantage of artificial intelligence. In this episode, I sit with Brian Raymer, who's a senior consultant at Microsoft and is going to tell us a little bit about R now being available in SQL Server. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you, Justin. Great to be here. All right. Well, first, uh, just to introduce yourself to us, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, what you do right now. Sure. So I am a senior data platform consultant. I have been specializing in databases since 1990, and I have been with Microsoft for just under 10 years. So I cover everything from traditional SQL Server on-premise to our cloud offerings, um, cloud-based data science, on-premise-based data science, and all the things that I like to call the fun parts. Yeah, and you've been with Microsoft just a few years, right? Just under 10. <laughs> no, that's a long time. That's awesome. Uh, so tell us, uh, as we talk about R, what the heck is R? Maybe explain that to us. R is one of the very popular languages in the data science arena. So R evolved out of a language called S uh, many years ago. It's been around for quite a while. It is supported by a very strong community, has a tons of libraries and abilities, are there other alternatives to R, or is it something that's absolutely needed by the data science? Oh, there are certainly other alternatives. Um, Python is also very popular in the data science arena. I don't know which one has more, for lack of a better term, market share. I think a lot of data scientists are equally comfortable in both R and Python. Right. But Yeah, I, I can understand that. Now, are there certain places where R fits that Python can't, or is it one of those pieces where it's just a flavor. You can do just about anything in either one of them. I think it's one of those situations where it's just a flavor. Um, it's what you're more comfortable in and you know where you're personally going to be most productive. Okay. Yeah. So now as R, now if we look at the whole ecosystem of a data science project, can you help us understand where does R fit in? So the entire ecosystem of a data science project, you're going to have upfront a lot of data gathering and data manipulation. So that may be done in R, or that may be done prior to the data coming to R. Depends on where your data sources are and what you're doing to them. But R is really, you'll use it during an exploratory phase. I've got a chunk of data. I really want to understand, you know, what my distribution is of different columns. I want to look at how the different columns within my data set relate to each other. So I'll be using R for that to do a lot of plotting and visualization and just you know, trying to understand and get a feel for the data itself. Okay. And then once I have that feel, I will also be using other R modules to start making using that data set to predict some future outcome. Or I'll train an R algorithm and give it the capabilities of doing those predictions. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, if you look at the, again, the life cycle of this project, uh, if we get into the meat and potatoes of what this topic is about, which is, all of a sudden, we're talking about putting R into uh, SQL Server, right? So what benefit does that bring, and, and how is that new? So the benefit it brings is when your data is available within SQL Server already, you don't have to spend any time or effort moving the data to an R server, to an R cluster, in order to perform your data science tasks on that data. So it lets you perform those tasks in place where the data already lives. Um, for an example, a customer I was talking to a few weeks ago, part of their overall batch prediction process, they spend 12 hours 
just collecting data and moving it to their R server so that they can start predicting. If they move those R services within SQL Server and their data is already in SQL, they can skip that entire 12 hours of moving data around the network and just go straight to the predictions. Okay, so it's a time savings effort uh, is one of the big proponents of this. Definitely. Okay, so now that you have these all in one place, uh, I'm trying to think of someone who's actually doing this work uh, in present day where they may go to an R server and bring the data in, like you said, but they also have a team or maybe they have access to SQL Server. How would they go about changing this? Is there a specific version of SQL Server they have to be on to get this new piece or is it a, a, an add-on to SQL Server? How does that life cycle? So it's available in SQL Server 2016 and it's distributed as part of the SQL installation. So at installation time, you can select R services in database. You can also, in that SQL, select our services as a standalone, but the in-database is what really provides you that ability to not move data across the network so much. So it's really, it's baked into the product. There are some steps you have to go through to enable it. So you have to, uh, it's called enabling external scripts. You do that with a standard SQL SP configure and say external scripts enabled one, and then you can verify that they work locally. And then to actually invoke the R scripts, there's another stored procedure, SP execute external script, set the language equal to R, and feed it the script as a parameter. So anything that you're doing in R in another environment, you can take that same script. Um, the only thing you might have to modify is the data. Instead of having that load data from some external data set, you can just get it directly out of a SQL table. I see. So some minor modifications, and you can be up and running. The one thing you can't do inside the SQL Server environment is the visualizations because it doesn't have a graphics output port. But everything else dealing with the data works just great. I see. So what, I, what I'm hearing is you may do lots of uh, model building and predictions and get all that worked out. And then eventually you may use another tool for the actual visualization. But you still save a ton of time uh, by just doing it right there where the data is. That's correct. Okay. And... Just help me understand, what about scalability and, and factors like that? I know there's been a lot in the news lately. Can you highlight some of that? Sure. Well, yeah, so scalability, it's you can scale up your SQL Server. You can scale up the cluster that it's all running on. And our corporate vice president of data group, Joseph Sarash, actually has a blog post from a few months ago, um, the October timeframe, where he talks about the architecture that they deployed to do um, 1 million machine learning predictions per second. So that gives you an idea of what you can scale up to. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'll put a link in the uh, show notes uh, for that post uh, because that's a really interesting post. Um, so good. Uh, so what other interesting things? I mean, you get started. How does the person actually use this? Uh, what you know, it's sitting in SQL Server, but what is the uh, the programmer actually do to uh, invoke the uh, R language? Sure. So during the development phase, I mean, it's you can create your R scripts. So it's standard R language. The only difference that, like I mentioned before, where you're getting the data from is going to be different because it's actually internally available and not having to load external data. But it's just a stored procedure call. And so you can embed it inside your own stored procedures if you're going to do a little setup beforehand. But then you invoke the external script stored procedure. One of its input parameters is your R script. You can have that R script that you want to run as literal text inside the stored procedure, you can take your R scripts and save them in a table and pass that value out of that column in as the parameter. It's you know standard SQL Server parameter passing. You can get it from a literal, you can get it from a column, you can store that in a SQL in a variable. 
But wherever you have that script stored, you pass it along as long with any parameters that the script itself requires. And then the R engine takes over and runs that script. Okay. And if you need a library, so I'm picturing, you know, uh, sources like CRAN and stuff like that that you use in Visual Studio. Uh, sorry, you use in R Studio. Uh, is there an equivalent to that, or it, does it use the exact same libraries? So it's got most of the, or probably all of the standard libraries are built into the distribution. You can, like any other R installation, you can add your own libraries. You can install them from CRAN. And it also includes the uh, Revo Scalar packages, which are... So it includes the Scalar packages, which let you do a lot of the scale-out functions and provide the ability to get up to that million predictions per second we talked about. Okay. Uh, and then I'm also thinking about, can everything be done locally on a development uh, box just as far as actually testing out things, stuff, or do you have to install it on a, on a server? Well, my typical development path is I'm going to start with a small subset of data, something that I can manage on my laptop. When I'm doing my normal development in RStudio or R Tools for Visual Studio, and when I'm happy, when I think I'm most, you know, I probably think I'm all the way there, but really it'll be some additional tweaking, then I will take that script that I've developed and move it up into SQL Server and run it at scale with a larger volume of data. I see. So I'm not going to change my development process too much. I'm just going to have a lot of horsepower on the back end once I get ready to go to large-scale testing or deployment. Let's say that there's uh, somebody listening to this show that uh, is very interested in this, but they want to know where to get started. Do you guys offer any mechanism for that? Yeah, we have a couple layers of offerings. So if people want just a little more detail on these things along with some demos, we can do a chalk talk that'll go for one or two hours. We'll you know, demonstrate the technology, talk about all the different use cases, um, and have time for Q&A and maybe even time for designing or talking through how they might want to implement it in their environment. Beyond that, we have on-site um, training workshops. So you can have students in a classroom working with one of our instructors, learning the tools, learning the techniques, getting a lot of hands-on experience with building experiments and consuming experiments with our services in SQL Server. And then we can also be on-site and work side-by-side -side doing a POC where there will be a lot of knowledge transfer between the Microsoft consultant and the customer staff, learning how to do these things with the customer's data. So everything that's learned is relevant to their future solution. It's less academic and more practical. Right. And, you know, there are a lot of scenarios that are, you know, great for doing predictions. Um, predictive maintenance is very popular. So when is my elevator going to break? When is my jet engine going to break? When are we going to have an incident? You know, predicting incidents and doing preventive maintenance before they happen. Customer churn is also a really popular scenario. Fraud detection comes up a lot. Um, demand forecasting for any kind of service or solution. Retail forecasting, um, campaign management, so marketing things. That's actually one of the ones that I did with a customer. Um, they place ads in online and mobile games, and they wanted to know which type of ad a customer is more likely to click on. So given the game being played and the customer demographics, you know, we think this kind of this kind of person, based on what we know about them, is most likely to click on a financial ad or a fashion ad or another game ad. I see. So Yeah, that's great. Well, so, Brian, tell me, uh, as we start to wrap this up, uh, what kind of interest do you have? What do you see yourself doing in the next couple of years uh, in this field? Well, I see a, a lot of demand picking up for the ability to do machine learning predictions, and I think it's a lot of fun to work with. So I'm planning on helping customers build solutions with our services in SQL Server and adding predictions to you know, hundreds, thousands, millions of applications. 
Right. I think this is going to be something that just becomes it's like, well, of course we do predictions. Everyone does predictions. We have to. If we don't, we're going to be left out of the marketplace. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That, that's that's definitely true. Uh, okay. Well, hey, Brian, I very much appreciate your time. We learned a lot today, and uh, I believe having R and SQL Server is going to be a huge help for our customers. So thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Justin. Hey, thanks for joining us on AI Exposed. Once again, I'm your host, Justin Scott, and I'd love your feedback on this show. Just hit me up on Twitter at AI Exposed or send me an email at AI Exposed at Outlook.com. Take care.